Hey there, it's Pat Miller, the Idea Coach, host of the Pat Miller Show. This show is for small business owners so they can make their business dreams come true. Our slogan is Don't Grow It Alone. And what you're going to hear is a broadcast of our show that's carried in 25 cities around the country. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. Hope you love it. All right, let's go. Yo, how are you? Fist pound. Come on, give it up. Fist pound. Yeah. Thank you so much for hitting play and joining us for another episode of The Pat Miller Show. We'll get it underway in just one second. But a quick thank you to those of you that have found the show, that have hit subscribe, that have given us a review on iTunes. All of this stuff is helping us grow and reach more entrepreneurs. So I appreciate it. On today's show, boy, we've got an international flair. We've got Brad Herta, the blue-collar business coach, working with us on this episode. And we have one caller who's calling from Victoria, British Columbia, and another caller that runs an entrepreneur leadership organization that occasionally works out of Puerto Rico. So we are all over the place on this episode of The Pat Miller Show, and you are where you are, and I appreciate it. So I'm ready to go. Got lots to say. We've got some great callers standing by, so let's get down to it. It's time to start The Pat Miller Show. Thank you so much for being here. Broadcasting from the small business capital of America, this is WIIFM Milwaukee, an idea coach station. You're on the small business journey, and sometimes you need a dose of creativity and a helping hand, and that's why we're here. Welcome to the Pat Miller Show, where we build big ideas live without a net, so you can turn your small business dreams into reality. You share what you're building, and we will rally to help make it bigger, better, faster, more. And it's not just what will be, we also want to hear your wins. So we're all reminded that business success is here for every single entrepreneur that gets clear, works hard, and doesn't quit. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. If you want to be a part of the show, hello, we're standing by. Just hit up patmillershow.com. That way you can come on the air ask us a question, or celebrate your wins along with us. Before we get to our callers, Brad Herta is standing by with us, the blue-collar business coach. We'll talk to him in a minute, and we're going to talk to someone in Canada and someone in Puerto Rico. Very cool show today. But before we get to all that, I've got to teach you how with two clicks, you can be twice as productive. Yep, two clicks, twice as productive. If you came from corporate... I came from corporate, and I'm old enough to remember when everybody had an office, right? Not this open floor plan business that's now everywhere in corporate America, which, by the way, funny aside for you Gen Xers and older, they're now doing research finding out that it's making people less productive and everyone hates an open floor plan. I just find that hilarious. Anyway, I'm old enough to remember when everybody had an office. And do you remember the peace in solitude you had when you closed your office door, like you really had to get something done. So you'd get up from your desk and you'd go and you'd close your office door and you sit down at your desk and you just had a moment of peace and privacy so you could focus. Do you remember that feeling? 
Now, if you're a solopreneur like I am and you work out of the house, you would think that's the ultimate in solitude and peace and privacy. But it's not. It's not. And I stumbled across this and I'm so excited. Two clicks, twice as productive. The first click is to go to your phone and put it on airplane mode. Now, just saying that out loud might make your skin crawl like, oh my gosh, what if I miss a text or what if someone calls and they can't get me instantly? Newsflash, you're not the president of the United States. Whomever it is can wait an hour till you call them back. Really. The second click, and this is the click that changed my life. This is the click heard round the world. This is amazing. I just, I don't even know how I found this button, but it has changed my freaking life. I'm telling you. I run Outlook for my email. I love Outlook. It's great. The desktop uh, client on Outlook works great. But if you go to Outlook and you click send receive, there's a button that says work offline. The work offline button is magic. Now, why is it magic? If you just close your Outlook or you just close your Gmail, then you're completely disconnected from your email box. And if you're a knowledge worker like me, a lot of what I have to do is do the work that's in my Outlook email box. I need to respond to stuff. I need to edit things. And a lot of what I have to do needs to go back out into the virtual mailbox of Outlook. So if I just close Outlook, I'm completely uh, unproductive. I can't get my job done. But the work offline button is like closing my office door. Because when I click that magical, beautiful little button, I can do my work in Outlook, but no one can get after me. (laughs) I feel weird expressing how much joy the work offline button has brought me. But what I'll do is I'll click work offline. I'll spend 45 minutes maybe doing all my stuff. And then I'll turn it off. And then I'll put my phone back off of airplane mode. And then the world rushes in. All the people that were standing outside my office door who had a quick question or wanted my feedback or something, they can wait. Two clicks, I'm telling you, twice as productive. You won't believe the peace that washes over you when no one can get at you. Absolute magic. Okay, let's get after it. Standing by is Brad Herda, the owner of Vision Forward Business Solutions. Brad, good morning, friend. How are you? I am wonderful, Mr. Miller. Thank you for having me on and co-hosting today. Yeah, it's going to be great. So if someone doesn't know what you do, tell everyone what you do and who you serve. Uh, I serve blue-collar business owners to launch, grow, thrive, and exit, essentially, um, and really promote the the promotion of Gen Z into the workforce and, and build a different business model to support the next generation. It's interesting that your consulting would be so concerned about the labor market. There are people that want to lead blue-collar businesses, but staffing 
is an ongoing concern, isn't it? Uh, staffing is an ongoing concern. Uh, reports are out there. There'll be over 300, 400,000 construction jobs in the next four to five years available. And we don't have people to do it because the millennials aren't going to do it. And the Xers are getting too old and the boomers are going to be retired. So all we have left is Gen Z to backfill all that. Wow. It's a big issue. And you help people with one-on-one -on -one coaching. You've got a new roundtable that you're going to launch. We'll talk about that later in the episode. But I'm really glad that you're here. Are you ready to get to work? You're not just a pretty face. We're going to make you work today. I got a voice for radio. So it's all good. <laughs> yes, me too. All right, cool. Let's bring in our first caller. We go to Canada. And this person is a member of the Idea Collective. And as our first Canadian member, we dubbed her the Queen of the North, Terry Kerr. Good morning, friend. Tell everyone who you are, what you do, and then we'll get into how we can help you today. Good morning, guys. It is early here. Uh, I am super thankful that you have me here today. My name is Terry Kerr. I am an empowerment coach with the Unstuck Duck Coaching. And I work with mostly women entrepreneurs uh, that want to be the change they want to see in the world the ones that want to play bigger in their career or in their life that are looking for more alignment with what it is that they want to do um, that struggle with self-sabotage and procrastination and, and really don't know where to start. Well, it's always great to have you on the show. I'm sure you've got something in mind. How can we help you today? Well, actually I have an opportunity that has presented itself, but it's brought up some stuff for me that makes me wonder about diversifying my business a bit. I'm trained as a certified executive coach. I have a master's degree in leadership. I also have, um, you know, multiple other different certifications and, and lots of tools in my toolkit. So mostly I've been working one-on-one -on -one with women entrepreneurs. That's what I, that's where I've been playing in the last few years, which has been great during the pandemic because everybody needed help. So I had a conversation with a CEO of a career college and we got talking about offering leadership and manage, like training for management for companies, which made me go, oh, that's exactly why I got into what I was, what I do. That's how I became a coach was I was going through some programs with human resources um, at my corporate position and fell in love with the work and fell in love with personal and professional development and was like, oh my gosh, I want to do this. And so we've been talking a little bit about um, the opportunity to head back into the corporate space. I want to just riff on it a little bit to see, is it that big of a deviation from what I'm doing right now? How do I start doing that and breaking into that space? I'm sure Brad's going to have a lot to add here, but I'll start with a simple question. Regardless of what you're asked to do, do you want to get up, put on pants, leave the house, report for someone else, go another place to work? Are you ready to go back to be accountable to somebody else's schedule that comes with almost all corporate kind of gigs? Well, that's not really what I, where I'm headed. What I was thinking is contracting. I mean, I can put on pants to go in and do some training. <laughs> for a couple of days. I'm okay with that. Right. <laughs> in fact, I wear pants every day. Oh, wow. You're ahead of Thanks some of us. <laughs> so you're okay with the idea of going back to work with and for somebody else, even though it might not be 40 hours a week, but it's the obligation of not doing your own thing. It's working for somebody else. That makes sense. In the big picture, a larger organization is buying a fraction of your time. I don't know yeah. how much time they're buying from you, but 20%, 50%, whatever the number is. But someone's coming in and saying, I'd like to have X percent of your time to do what you do for a living. Am I thinking about that the right way? Is that how it feels to you? Yeah, that's what it feels like right now. I mean, this is, I'm actually meeting with her later on today. So it'd be kind of nice to have some ideas of what we're talking about. But... Right. 
Well, let's assume that that's what it is, because if you were to do that, that puts you in an incredibly powerful place. This will actually help the women that you're consulting one-on-one and in your groups, your flying V groups, because if someone comes in and buys up 25 or 50% of your time, you're going to have income certainty while you develop your one-on-one groups and your member groups, your flying V groups, so then you can continue to build. It's as if a patron is coming in and buying enough of your time to keep you going so you don't have to go back to a soul-sucking 40-hour-a-week, 9-to-5, put-on-pants-every-day kind of job. This could be the best-case scenario, and it's something that a lot of entrepreneurs uh, feel maybe the way that you felt, which is, oh, should I do that? Am I giving up? I I don't know if I should do that. Is that an alignment? Is that a bad thing? It could be a really great thing for you to have someone come in and buy a chunk of your time while you get to operate your LLC. And Brad, have we not heard this before from other people that get this kind of offer from a corporation and feel kind of weird about it? You have somebody else doing the work, right? You just have to say yes and make sure the company you're working with aligns with your values along the way. And and it can become super energizing and super motivating because now you can have a bigger impact, have an opportunity to potentially even maybe find some of those other one-on-one clients that come out of that because you've created a connection rapport and they already know, like, and trust, but the program's over, but we still want more. How do we get more Terry? Oh, well, here's how you do that. You join the flying V or you come in Mm -hmm. and have one-on-one or whatever that looks like along the way. It's a, it's a great opportunity to lead more people down that other path without necessarily having to go out and sell it on your own because somebody else is doing it for you. That's, that's where a lot of people get stuck is, Oh, I'm going to like, like, the program I'm working on. Okay, I got to go sell that. I don't have I don't have another pro organization saying, "Hey, I don't have a Vistage or a you know, tech group saying, "Okay, great. Here's some tables. Go go get a seat." And that's that's the biggest hurdle and you have a partner there to be able to go do that, which I think is absolutely amazing to be able mm-hmm. to have that conversation and and develop that rapport and that trust that you're going to be their person. With our remaining moments, I want to ask uh, a little exercise that will help you. We're going to do something important to empower Terry right now. Sometimes we get new business as an entrepreneur, but we don't stop and think about it first. And we end up getting something that looks great, but ends up being terrible. It's easy to get business that you hate if you're not clear about what you want out of it. Here, follow the questioning here. You're going into this conversation later on today. Let's get out the top two or three things that are non-negotiables to you. So you know, if I'm going to do this, I need to have this, I need to have this, and I need to have this. So that way, the deal looks the way that you want. Because if you let them author the deal, it may end up not being what you want it to be. So knowing how we're thinking about using it, what are the non-negotiables for you in what the structure might be? Well, I'm not an 8.30 to 4.30 girl, you know, 9 to 5, Monday mm-hmm. to Friday. Sure. That, you know, so I would need flexibility to be able to continue to do my business. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know. I've never been asked this question. So I thought of a few things that may help us here. The first thing is structure and training. Like how is it going to look when you engage with your people? You want to think about what you want it to look like and more importantly, what you don't want it to look like. The second thing I thought of is you need them in writing to tell you if I'm going to use my intellectual property, it's my intellectual property that I'm licensing to you during our agreement. You can't take my classes and then have somebody else facilitate my stuff once I'm gone. That would be important because they're not just hiring you to say, here's the textbook, teach from it. You're bringing your talents, gifts, and training to their college. So you want to make sure that that gets protected. The third thing is 
Um, you need to have a maximum number of hours that you're willing to work. This can be great until it's not great. So how many hours a week or month are you willing to do the training? Get clear on what that is before they just keep on adding on top of it and it gets to be something you don't want. And then the fourth thing that I thought of, when are you not available? What big blocks of time are important to you? We do a family vacation in June. The holidays are off limits. This time I'm available. This time I'm not available. Because if you flip the script and look at it from the other way, when do colleges offer their campus classes from this time to this time? It's very clear. So before you even go in there, just say, listen, November 15th to January 2nd, I'm not available. Why? Because that's the time of the year that I'm with my family. Sorry. Like, you can get really clear on what their opportunity looks like because they need you way more than you need them right now. And having that stuff clear before you go in will help protect the opportunity. And when you leave, you'll feel like, wow, this is exactly what I want it to be. Did I miss anything, Brent? One other thing um, there is, at least here in the U.S., education is typically undervalued right? So you're working as a third party going into that. So knowing what your split needs to be. So whether it's you are going to sell to them, to, to the university or to the tech, to the, to the um, career college directly, and the career college is going to sell to the client, be very clear on that as to what your rate is to the college, or are you selling directly to the, to the end user? Um, because those get to be uh, very tricky along the way. And if I am you, I think you are better off saying, hey, career college, you're going to pay me X number of dollars for this program. Mm -hmm. If you can sell it to company XYZ at 2X, 3X, 5X, that's a money-making opportunity for you. So you're a fair individual. And I think you can make that very, very lucrative for the college to create some opportunities for funding that they wouldn't have seen otherwise uh, instead of going the other way around where they take a commission from you. So, Terry, does that feedback help you try and frame the discussion today and moving forward what this opportunity might be? Yeah, I'm I'm really excited to meet with her. Um, I've had one call or one meeting already, and um, it was very much in alignment. Like she's very I love her leadership style. I love everything about her. She's just really all about, you know, what can we create and mm -hmm. not about here's what we offer. And that's what I, you know, my heart is all about creating new and creating exciting and fun things. I'm also a little nervous. That nervousness yeah. means you care. And that's the important part. And the last word I'll share, Terry, is people that lead with their heart need to do extra work to put barbed wire around it to make sure no one takes advantage of it. So make sure you're really clear on what your non-negotiables are. Go crush that meeting, get the deal, and then come back on the show and celebrate with us, will you? Yeah, I will. Awesome. It's going to be a Friday finish line of Lingles all over. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The Lingles will be flying. Terry Kerr from the Unstuck Duck. Thank you so much for calling in today. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, we are off and running, and we are back with more Pat Miller Show after this. Running a small business is lonely and hard. I mean, we know that, right? But did you know it doesn't have to be? Stop networking and start connecting with other entrepreneurs on the small business journey in the Idea Collective Small Business Incubator. In this exclusive worldwide community, we're sharing information, we're brainstorming together, and we're supporting each other through the highs and the lows of building your small business. Learn more about the group and get the feel of this show 24-7 in your small business. 
visit ideacollectiveincubator.com. That's ideacollectiveincubator.com. Remember, it's your dream. Don't grow it alone. Welcome back to the Pat Miller Show, a show built just for you, the small business owner that's working hard to build your dream. Now, we need your help. I feel weird. You've already downloaded the show and now you're listening to it. And look at me being all needy, asking for your help. But we do need your help because this show exists to help people just like you. And the way that we help more people just like you is if more people just like you know about a show that's built for people just like you. So you can help us by rating and reviewing the podcast on your favorite podcatcher. Uh, iTunes seems to be the best, but we're on Spotify and uh, Anchor and all the other ones. Uh, But most of all, make sure you subscribe to the show. That way you can hear our conversations every single week. And when you're ready, you can call in and be a part of the conversation so we can build your business live on the air. Brad Herta from Vision Forward Business Solutions. Are you ready for our next caller, my friend? 100% ready, my friend. All right, let's do it. Let's go say hello to Johanna Godinez. (laughs) Johanna, good morning. How are you? Thank you for calling in. Good morning. Tell everyone who you are and what you do, and then we'll get into how we can help you today. Awesome. My name is Johanna Godinez. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I am a life uh, life coach. I call myself a human success development coach, and I own a yoga school. And the reason why those things work together so well is because Yoga is not really a physical practice. It's actually a mental practice. It's a practice where you learn who you are. And the ELM program that I built, which is how I coach clients, is all based on the philosophy of yoga, which is yoga is the cessation of the fluctuations of your mind. So how do we figure out what is causing the fluctuations in your mind? What's making you suffer so that we can break it down, align your life, find the support where you need it, and help you move forward. That is about the coolest thing I've ever heard. I have no idea why you would want our help, but what's on your mind? Right. How can we help you today? <laughs> so I've been coaching since 2008. I started building wellness programs for companies and slowly, organically, it started bleeding into like one-on-one coaching. Since 2016, I've been honing the ELM, but for the past two years since COVID, I moved to Ireland to be with my husband. And then when he was able to come into the US, my mom got sick and I took care of her. So for the past like two and a half years, I haven't been focusing too much on business. I used to be a referral only coach. If I didn't know you or you didn't know what I was about, I wouldn't even pretend to take you on as a business. But at the moment, um, there's just so much noise. So standing out and finding the perfect niche for my market because My niche is really like entrepreneurs and high-level CEOs. But in terms of an industry, like they don't necessarily have an industry. They could be in real estate. They could be in financial. They could be like there's just so finding a way to target a market has been really difficult the way that things are right now. So I just figured any insight that I can get from you guys would be incredible. I think you're on the great track to start with by knowing that the people that gravitate to you are CEOs and high-level leaders. So that is a target market, even though it's not I target florists. So you do have a target market, which is a start. So let's get to the transformation that you do. So you know you're for high-powered CEOs and executives. You bring them to Puerto Rico, which I think is brilliant. What are these things that they're being delivered from? Like stress, overwhelm, out of control, 
Like what are other things that you're getting rid of once they go through your program? So the main thing first is to realize who you are Mm. and to get to know yourself and to really get honest with your life. Like a lot of times, like for example, I have a client that I'm working with at the moment who he and his wife heard me on a podcast and she asked him to call me. And they were having issues after 39 years of marriage because of the way that he was handling certain situations at work. Once we did the life map and we dove down, we realized that he was drinking too much. And that was actually what was causing the repetitive circumstances that were he was creating in his mind that were unreal. None of them was actually real. He was just exaggerating things, creating scenarios. Then his wife would walk in. And because your emotions get riled up and alcohol makes you less able to control them, he would lash out and, and, and be rude to her. But it had nothing to do with her. It had nothing to do with his relationship. It had to do with the fact that alcohol was making his problems worse than they were and making him unable to control his emotions based on that. So the life map, what it does is it kind of brings up patterns ways that you are actually making your situation worse or keeping yourself in the situation, maybe by the way that you're reacting or you're you're not reacting, right? Not doing something about it. So the life mapping is super powerful. First, it shows how did I get here? How are my patterns and the way that I've been conditioned and the limits that I've set for myself brought me here and holding me here? Where do I want to be? What do I need to change to get me there? And that could be your health, it could be your physical health, in which case we may find that you need to hire a meal planner, a dietitian, and a personal trainer. It could be that you are unable to deal with some emotional trauma from the past, in which case we may have a psychologist or a hypnotherapist. So it's all about determining what are these things that you are unable to solve on your own And I may not be able to solve them for you or to even give you the tools, but my network will. Mm. I know I have someone that you can hire that we can. And that's why they don't need me for so long, because my job is to figure out where are those weaknesses that you are just it's just in your personality. If I tell you that you need to do something, if I tell you you need to cook for yourself every day to eat healthier and you've never cooked and you hate cooking, I'm setting you up to fail. But if I tell you there's a beautiful meal planner, here's three of them. Look at the menu and see which one fits for you. Let's get them coming twice a week to your house. Oh, now I solved your problem. So it's also getting to know who you are and what things are actually going to work for you. And that's where the honesty comes in because that's how I can really figure out, okay, what kind of support do you need in your life to stop beating yourself up over things that you can actually control if you just look from a different point of view. So how do you say all of that when you're talking to a lead or someone who can refer you to a lead. And some of the things that are coming to mind for me, if you're targeting a CEO, but their life isn't going the way that they want, there has to be more than this, that success doesn't feel like I thought it would. Money isn't bringing me happiness. There must be a meaning, a purpose. There must be more than this. Like, I would imagine, is that ringing true with the clients that you've helped, that they are successful, but it doesn't feel very good? Is that accurate? Exactly. Um, I'll, I'll bring, I had a real estate woman. She turned 50 and was like, you know, I'm, I'm top 3% in my company. I have all the money I've ever wanted. I own a house. I own everything. And I'm just not fulfilled. So she started questioning how much of her life and her feelings she was creating She lives in California. 
She has been walking the beaches in California since she was a child. And that day, she stepped on the beach and she said, if it's true that I make my reality, I'm going to find a sand dollar today. I've been walking these beaches for 50 years and I've never found a sand dollar. She found seven that day. Seven. Wow. Wow. Seven. That now, comp- I mean, she went through a big shit. Do I quit my job? Do I? As she sold her house. And what happened was this. She was looking at her business based on commissions and goals. What we shifted was, what do you do when you sell someone a house? You're giving them a place where they're going to create their family. It's going to be their sacred space. It's going to be a place where they're going to find themselves and where they're going to be able to release. So why don't we look at your business instead of goals and money and commissions as I need to find these places that where people are going to truly be happy living there. First of all, she's made more money than she's ever made. She doesn't wear Louis Vuittons anymore. She's in jeans and flip-flops. And that woman used to have the highest end of everything. She threw it all away. It doesn't mean anything anymore. And now if you come to her and you say, I need to sell my house, the first thing she'll say is why? And if you say, I need the money or something like that, she'll sit you down and be like, okay, what if we make this an investment property? What if we do this? What if we do that? And sometimes she even talks you out of the sale and talks herself out of the commission just because she knows that this is actually a better fit for you. Now, all of a sudden, because she changed the way that she's doing her business and she's viewing her business and she's approaching it, it's changed the way that she feels about it. And it's changed how how she it's fulfilling now instead of just a job to make commissions. I can feel Brad, who is the master of business mindset, glowing during this conversation. Brad, are you loving this? Uh, Yeah. So I just have a question. You know, why are you here? Because everything you've just voiced, everything you're doing, everything you've just said is all that you need to do is just tell tell that story. You have plenty of stories. You have plenty of things. You have you have the passion. You have the how did we get here? What are we going to do to make it different? You have all the pieces of the story. And you know your target audience. And it's like you are in such an amazing space and you are so dynamic and and powerful just from this conversation, not ever meeting you before. I am energized and enthused for your overwhelming success that you are creating for people around the world. It is freaking amazing. You know, it's just it's it's been really hard to to find leads. Like I'm just I'm I'm not being able to get in front of people like I want. I'm not sure what it is that I need to do. The people you want to meet, where are they? Well, I'm, I'm starting to use LinkedIn. That's been my new strategy. I've met a lot of amazing people, but it's mostly people like you, Brad, that are like, oh my God, I really love what you're doing. Let's see if we can somehow collaborate or do something. So I've been invited to do events. I've been invited to do retreats. I'm putting up a, a, a retreat for, for autistic kids. I mean, like a lot of... But what I really want to do, which is the coaching, just because it's mm-hmm. what pays me the most, so it's going to be able to get my retreat center going the quickest. Like, that's the part that I've been struggling more. All the right. retreats are easy, but they're just not as you, you need to position yourself as the elite. You are elite, right? You, you need to position yourself in that and believe in it because I'm confident you believe mm-hmm. in it. You need to position yourself as a premium product. That is exclusive and limited because when you tell people, hey, it's three to 12 months and at 12 months you're out the door and oh, by the way, we're going to either do this or not do it. And this is what's going to cost you to find out. This is a no bullshit scenario. We're going to make sure 
Um, that is that is high power, high value verbiage. If you're like me and Brad and you're listening to Joanna, it's like, wow, she's really got her act together. But you can hear in her voice, she's just not connecting with the right entrepreneurs. She knows who she wants to reach, but she can't get their attention. Sometimes you just need a snappy promotion. You just need something to get their attention. Because as soon as they look over, they'll see that you have the solution for them. So I came up with something. I think it's kind of cool. Let's share it now. And I think you might not have a product problem at all. You just need an attention-getting hook so you can be invited to tell this story. And I have one that you might be able to use. But before I share that, I also want to just shine the light on something where you might be missing some opportunity. You're very clear okay. in the onboarding. They have to be eligible. I have the plan. We do the trip. And if they're with me more than a year, then they're out you might be missing a revenue opportunity by having them continue to talk with one another and support each other as they enact what you teach. You might have a $99 a year group membership where they can talk with one another in group-led masterminds. You, you just may be losing a little bit of opportunity long-term because if you are as magical as it sounds, people still want to be around that even though they've learned everything that they need to learn from you because what you teach, I'm sure, includes a ton of decisions that have to happen ongoing. You don't just go to Puerto Rico and that's it. Yeah. You have to go live that life. So you might be missing some opportunity long-term. I just wanted to add that. But, okay, so you were talking yeah. and something came to me and I thought, oh my gosh, this, is, this could be really fun. Or this could be the dumbest thing you've ever heard. But this could be really fun. <laughs> Pretend your, your realtor client you were just sharing. And you said it was her birthday that reminded her that she wasn't living the life that she wanted to live. And I think you could create a campaign, a promotional campaign, where you're packaging what you do as a rebirth day gift. And it becomes oh. the ultimate gift for CEOs. Where you can create oh. copy and inventory and say, listen, you are as successful as you want to be and it still feels empty. You're going to keep on having birthdays, God willing, but will they mean anything? I've created the ultimate rebirthday gift, and this is for every CEO and executive in the country to make more meaning out of the business that they lead. And you position it as, what if next year felt different? And you just make it seem like this is the one life you get. Let's go through the rebirthday process right. and move forward. Oh, my God, I love that. And I love that you mentioned masterminds, too, because I've been – a part of plenty of them and a mastermind association certified through the Napoleon Hill Foundation. So it's like I'm also can lead them like no other. Um, and it's actually part of what I do also. Like, let's say that I work with you and you realize, well, like doing this could help my business. We'll take like the department heads and we'll bring them together with the one major issue that they have. And then we'll have them help each other solve those issues, which then creates integration in a company like no other. I love the rebirth. Birthday oh gift. my god, it's amazing! The rebirthday gift, right? Um, I'm gonna work on that because that could, that could be a cool um, commercial too, like little one minute like clip about it. What it gives you the opportunity to do is stand out and create an opportunity, almost an annual reminder of should I do that thing this year? Is this the year when I'm going to start living with purpose and be in paradise every day? And what do you get a CEO who's turning fifty? This is the ultimate 50th birthday gift. And you start running for office and you've got this entire program, 
but the attention getter could be this rebirthday gift because then you have a reason to be. It's not just maybe you should buy me sometime. Like, no, this is what you give yourself purpose, meaning, peace, control, all of that. Right. And and you can get away from the New Year's Day resolution rhetoric and all that other noise that doesn't bring any value. And then it just becomes a Me Too product. Um, Now you get 365 days to be different versus Uh that two month window. I love this. I love this because I wouldn't have even thought about it. So that's thank you. Hey, such awesome, awesome, awesome value. That's what we try and do. We'll put links to your incredible program in the show notes. Joanna, great to talk with you. Thanks for coming on today. Thanks for having me, Brad. Pat, have a beautiful day. Thank you to Terry and Joanna and Brad for joining us for this episode of the Pat Miller Show. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach, and I want you to come on the show. You've been listening in. Maybe you've picked up a few things, but what can we do for you? It's easy to get overwhelmed, and it's easy to think, well, maybe this is just how it has to be, and I just have to suck it up and work harder. No! Reach out for help and have us collaborate with you. It's easy and free, and real support is standing by Book your time on the show at patmillershow.com. That's patmillershow.com. I'm your host, Pat Miller, the Idea Coach, here to help you build your small business dream. Remember, it's your dream. Don't grow it alone. Earlier in the show, hopefully you enjoyed hearing Brad coach some of our folks that called in, uh, and it's always wonderful to create with him. And he's creating something new, too, and I want to make sure that we get it out on the podcast. So, Brad, tell us about the new roundtable that you're building, and who is it for? Well, it's the uh, Blue Collar Roundtable Built for Disruptors. The name is kind of self-explanatory. It is for blue-collar business owners that are looking to disrupt their current market segment, right? They've been doing what they've been doing. They know that they have what they have, but they want more. They want different. They want better. Um, they want to disrupt. And the market in the blue collar space has been changing over the last three to five years, and it's not going to get any better. So you need to figure out how to get ahead of that curve to survive and thrive as we head into potentially some challenge, more challenging economic times. And we have to change the behaviors of, of the industry so that we can create sustainable living wages for the next generations to come. For someone to feel like a disruptor, there has to be something to disrupt. How strong is peer pressure, best practices? It's always been done that way in the blue collar space. It's huge, right? And finding a group of individuals that are willing to say it's okay to do something different. It's okay not to show up at sunrise and sit around for two and a half hours on a job site. It's okay to... Uh, provide vacation to your employees. It's okay to set expectations and not do everything on on your own. It's okay for all those things. And having that accountability group uh, to bounce those ideas off is so, so important. The thing that makes you special is you're talking to folks in the blue collar space in a way that they know you're for real. You've lived this life. You've worked in manufacturing and blue-collar jobs your seemingly entire adult life. How are you making this program customized for blue-collar leaders that's different than, say, some, you know, no-talent, no-blue-collar, white-collar dweeb like me would do? Like, how are you customizing this such that it's perfect for your people? Well, it comes to them in that vernacular, right? It's speaking to them in their own voice, It's not coming at them from an authoritarian perspective or, you know, the ivory tower, mahogany row, whatever words you want to use. 
it's coming from that authentic place where there's that unique connection and opportunity to solve your your issues, to work on your things in your way, not, well, this is what the book says, so let's go do that, right? There's lots of people that have tried a bunch of books to do it on their own and say, we're going to do this and we're going to do it on our own. They don't speak to them in their voice because, you know, maybe they don't care about mission, vision, value, purpose. Fine, call it something else. We'll figure it out. But it's so important to have that support and community from somebody that's, that's walked in the shoes, so to speak, on both sides of the equation and, and been there, done that, so to speak. If someone's listening to this, there's one more tweak that you made that I think is instructive. And whenever you create a product and put it out to your target audience, you have to get to this level of detail. And that's the time of day that you host it. I would never host something that early because my clients wouldn't do it, but it's perfect for your people. Talk about when it is and why it's perfect for them. The excuse of, hey, we don't have time to work on our business has been there in the trades and construction manufacturing forever. Um, so we're starting the program at 6 a.m. on a Tuesday morning to go to 7.30. And if somebody wants to use the excuse of, well, I don't have time for that, well, then you're just fooling yourself and you're not, you're not right for this. You're not a disruptor and you don't want to do something different. So that's why we're doing it different. Six to seven thirty in the morning, plus the thirty-minute accountability call throughout the month. That will be either early AM or later PM calls. Uh, so we're not interrupting their day when they should be on a roof or taking care of landscaping or building whatever, or taking care of the crews. I, I don't want to be in their way. I want to take that excuse away from them being able to to be part of the group. I know it's going to be a big hit. We'll put the link to sign up inside the show notes of this episode. It's always fun to get a chance to collaborate with you, Brad Herta. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Earlier in the episode, we talked with Terry Kerr, the queen of the North from Victoria, British Columbia, member of the Idea Collective, and she offers one-on-one -on -one coaching with female entrepreneurs, women entrepreneurs. She's really great at it. And how do you package the first engagement so people get to know you, what you believe, and you get them off to a fast start? So, hi, um, I feel like there's two different types of people. There's people that want to be in a group and want the community, and there's people that want one-on-one -on -one coaching. So to, usually I find they're different people. Um, I have a one-on-one -on -one coaching program. My, my initial introductory offer is a 90 days from the muck to the magic. And in that we go through, you know, basically it's a month of getting super clear of what it is that you're struggling with, wanting to wanting to do, what are the, some of the blocks, what is, what are some of the things that are going to get in your way? What is, you know, what are the problems and what are the solutions and how are we going to get there? And then there's eight weeks of accountability with that after that um, to make sure that your habits and, and whatever it is that you're putting into place and your actions have some backup. Um, so that 90 days is my one-on-one -on -one coaching program to start. That's when I really get to know and get to dive deep into people's really what they're all about, what they're looking for. And sometimes it is an entrepreneur. And sometimes it's women that just want to put up their hand and say, I'm not an entrepreneur, but mm -hmm. I want to run for office, change jobs, whatever it might happen to be. When someone brings in a coach in a 90-day engagement, how far and how fast can they move? What kind of transformation can be provided within 90 days? Well, it's funny. I had a lady come into my 90 days. She's like, I need 90 days to make this decision. And it happened in the first 20 minutes of the first call. <laughs> <laughs> so then we were like, okay. And now what do we get to create? And got to really flesh it out after that. And it was a complete transformation. It wasn't at all what she was expecting because she was expecting 
that she was going to overthink this for 90 days with me. And it just took one simple, simple question to be like, okay, so we know yes or no, whether this is happening and let's move forward to create what it is that we want. And it was, it was really for both of us, it was just this most amazing opportunity because I mean, even as a coach, I'm like, I don't really want to hash out the same thing for 90 days. (laughs) (laughs) But what that's what happens is we get stuck in the muck and we swirl, right? And we can't seem to make a decision. And so that's, um, that's why having a coach helps. Well, everyone needs a coach. The 90 days muck to the magic program is really great. Terry, thank you for coming on. Now go get that gig with the university and come back and celebrate with us, will you? Yeah, thank you. Earlier in the episode, we met Joanna and we talked about her incredible program. How do you go from being, I mean, were you a fitness enthusiast that trained yourself to do this? Or did you get the training and became a fitness enthusiast? How did you put this unique combination together? To be honest, life threw it at me. Um, In 2007, I finished my MBA in December. I was going to school in North Carolina. And um, the economy was terrible at the time. A lot of uh, industries were just dying in North Carolina. So there were so many people looking for work. And because I had only owned businesses, I had never worked for anybody else. I, I was an MBA with a very high level of education with very little corporate experience. So it was so tough for me to find a position. And I went through a depression and I, I had been an athlete because I was a dancer in, in school. And then I was racing cars, which you have to be super fit for. But I had never actually gone to a gym and worked out in that way. So I went online and I was like, how do you fix depression? <laughs> like, <laughs> and I found this place called the Hilton Head Health Institute. And it was a place to lose weight, but they had psychologists. And I, I smoked cigarettes at the time. They helped me quit smoking. And I just fell in love with the world of fitness. And I was like, more people need to understand their bodies and understand how to eat and understand their mind. And it started with physical. So in 2008, October of 2008, I built um, a company that would go in and establish wellness programs for corporations so that they could get some breaks on their insurance premiums and offer incentives where cost, I mean, then the employees have less recidivism, like they're not, they're not leaving as much, they're healthier, they're not missing work as much, they're staying after work to exercise at work, like it was amazing. Um, and then in 2011, I got deeper into yoga, I took my first yoga teacher training. And then I decided that the program needed to also include mindset, like if you just take care of the body, then anything that gets you here will trigger the changes to happen again. So really, it has to come from here. From 2011 to 2017, ELM took shape. And finally, due to a mastermind in 2018, it got a name and it became something established that has like steps and a purpose for being. And um, ELM basically starts, first we look at how are you? Who are you? How are you showing up? physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually? What do you believe in? What do you think you are in comparison to what's happening in the world? After that, we look at the external circumstances that you've created, your finances. And it's not just whether or not you have money. It's what is your relationship? Because you can have all the money in the world and still fear losing it all the time. That is still not a good, healthy place to be in mentally. We look at your relationships, um, 
even where you live and how you feel externally, how you show up, literally, how you wear, what you wear. So it's, it's looking at everything in your life that's affecting you inside and affecting you from the outside, breaking down the patterns that you are showing that are helping stay there, and then determining what of these things can I change on my own, which ones do I need support in, and then finding that support. Because I believe in hiring our weaknesses, working on our strengths, hiring our weaknesses. I completely agree with you that movement is medicine and it can be great for mental health. I'm curious, and and maybe this isn't a concise answer, but do the best that you can. You teach people how to live a better life, get more meaning, make sure they're, they're getting the most out of every day. But what does it all mean? In your thought process, as you're taking someone through this entire process, what does all this mean? What are we all trying to do? How would you express that? Um, we are God having a conscious experience. We are all one experience, being experienced. Um, and we're here to walk each other home. And I'm here to remind you of who you are, to remind you that you are an all-powerful being. And you may think that your problems are so important, but you are God. There are no important problems. This life is meant to be enjoyed, not meant to be, it shouldn't be so much of a struggle. We create that struggle for ourselves. And if we start to realize that, that it's in our mind and it's in the way that we see things, there are ways for us to kind of fix the lens through which we're seeing things. And what I do more than anything is I provide the tools and the teachers that have helped me get to this place, I concise them and bring them nicely to you in a package plate so that any of those people that you kind of feel like they're talking to you, you can learn more from. Like, I don't, I didn't make any of this up. I just happened to be really, really curious and was able to put something together where in two days, we go through a process where you will get to know yourself in a way that you have never even thought possible. And then that's going to bring up the fact that because you are God and you are manifesting this experience, your limits are ones that you set for yourself. They don't actually exist. So that's really what I do is I remind you that, that your life, your everything, you are the universe. And that's how you should think of yourself. <laughs> That is the coolest thing I've ever heard. I'm so glad we met. We'll put the links in the show notes so everyone can get a hold of what you do. Joanna, thanks for coming on today. I appreciate it. Thank you. It's been an honor to have. It's just awesome. Thank you so much for all of your insight. Guests on the Pat Miller Show have agreed prior to appearing that they are receiving consultation and advice that they may or may not use at their own risk. No part of this show should replace accounting, tax, or legal advice.